My name is Jared Feinberg, and welcome to The Final Roar, a Carolina Panthers podcast. I am the host of this brand new Panthers-related podcast, and I am so, so excited to get to talk about everything Panthers with you, the fans. If you don't know who I am or what I do, I'm an NFL draft analyst for BlueChipSkying.com. I've been over there for about four years now, probably four years this summer, and I have made some incredible connections and some amazing friendships and relationships with people that love to talk about not just football, but the NFL draft. Two years ago this summer, later in July, I started my first podcast as a co-host with Devin Jackson called the Draft Nut Podcast, where we cover the NFL draft and other topics surrounding the NFL and college football. In January, I joined Fansided's Cat Crate Vlog, which covers the Carolina Panthers for their company. And I've done NFL draft and Panthers analysis over there since then. And, you know, I have really enjoyed writing over there. And I cannot wait to bring not only my observations, but my overall analysis from Cat Crave over onto this podcast. So I am very much looking forward to that. If you haven't done so already, make sure you follow me on Twitter at JRodNFLDraft. Towards the end of my spring semester, um, I thought about the idea of starting my own Panthers-related podcast. You know, I... I talk about the Panthers all the time on Twitter, doing analysis on players and stuff like that, but never really being able to put it into a voice. And Like, I've been able to put it into words, but not truly a voice. And I was like, I talk about the Panthers sometimes on the Draft Nut podcast, but I want a Panthers podcast where I can share my own perspectives on the team. I took this podcasting class during my May semester last month where I got to test out this idea. And lo and behold, here we are. This podcast will be unfiltered and I want to be as objective with my analysis and perspectives as best I can. Panther fans, hear me out. I believe in bringing objectiveness to different discussions around topics about the team or players or coaches or even David Tepper. If I sound too harsh, too real, um, too critical towards our favorite team, I'm not going to apologize for that. I'm not, ever. I want our team, the one we love so dear, to win a lot of football games with the ultimate goal of bringing home that Lombardi trophy to Carolina for the first time ever. It's been what? It's going to be seven years, seven, eight years next February that the Panthers were last in the Super Bowl. I think that's been a little bit too long, in my opinion. And the harshness and the criticism... They come from a good place because I want to see this team be a successful and competent organization 
which if we're if we're being honest i mean it it really hasn't <laughs> yeah i mean it's not been great it's been a rough few years team has won what five six seven games uh since well they've only won five games in their last three seasons like it, it's that's got to change. It has to change. I don't know how it's going to change. I don't know what will change, but that has got to be different. It's got to change. I I want to see this team make the playoffs, but of course with the roster situation, that just may not be possible at the moment. Um, but without further ado, let's begin our first ever conversation or discussion. Of the final roar. And it's going to be all about the Panthers' current quarterback situation. Which has been a hot topic around this team for the last two years. Probably since Cam Newton was released in the 2020 offseason. Right as soon as COVID-19 began. So, let's start this conversation around the current quarterbacks of this football team. Sam Darnold, entering his fifth year in the NFL, and rookie Matt Corral out of Ole Miss. You also have P.J. Walker, who has made two starts in the last two years, but hasn't really impressed enough to be anything special in terms of being a low-tier starter. So I, I think the P.J. Walker experiment is over. At this point. So. Now we're, now we got Darnold and Corral. I think we all know what Sam Darnold is. He's not a good quarterback. He has not been a good quarterback for the last four years. Ever since he got drafted from the New York Jets. In 2018. He was a turnover machine. At USC. But. 2018 was my first year being an NFL draft analyst, like really covering and grading and giving analysis on players. I I really liked Darnold. I thought he was going to be a really good player. Unfortunately, he went to the Jets where he, his situation and the environment around him was just not good and there was really no way for him to develop or grow correctly. And that, I think, just damaged him as a player throughout the next few years. So, last offseason, 2021, Carolina Panthers decided to make a trade. Traded for Sam Darnold. Gave away a few future draft picks, including from this year. And it went about... And also, they picked up the fifth-year option, which just blew my mind why did it why they did that beyond me um and of course we all saw what happened last season he was awful he was probably more awful than he was in new york and in that quarterback class that off season in 2021 you had trevor lawrence you had justin fields you had mac jones you had trey lance you had zach wilson you had Good quarterbacks in that draft. Panthers didn't take a single one. Not a one. They were like, 
we think Darnold is going to be entering his second rookie year. We're going to give him a fifth-year option. Let's see how this goes. What do you think? Or how do you think it would have gone? It went exactly how a lot of people thought it would go. Very poorly. And it did. And Carolina paid the price. Once again, having a top eight draft pick. They used that top eight draft pick to take their franchise left tackle, finally, for the first time in eight years. Since Jordan Gross retired. So, it's really odd that Carolina, how this process has gone. How the whole coaching staff, Matt Rule, that's a different conversation for another day. But the way this this all went down was just, I think, hopeful that they can you can fix a player with the offensive coordinator that apparently had fixed Joe Brady or Joe Burrow, who is now one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Burrow just happened to end up having one of the greatest years in college football history. But again, we're let's not really get into that. Let let's talk about these quarterbacks. So you got Darnold, one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL, probably the worst quarterback in the NFL, whether he's a starter or not, in my opinion. Like I think Drew Locke is better than Sam Darnold. That's how bad I think Sam Darnold is. Now, look, does Darnold have talent? Absolutely. But the mental mistakes, the inconsistent mechanics, not being connected with his upper and lower half, just... Tunnel visioning on his first read, just it, it's the mental and the mechanical stuff that has just really hampered Darnold for the last four years. It will probably hamper him again this coming season. Nothing, ha- there's been nothing on his film that suggests a potential, a potential rebound of any sorts. I, I, I just don't see it. So now you have Matt Corral, who the Panthers drafted in the third round, in a very weak quarterback class. I don't think Matt Corral is ready to start right now. I think on film, from his college tape this past season, you could tell he's coming from an offense that didn't allow him to have full field or half field progressions. And when they did... He did them all right, but it wasn't enough, it wasn't a big enough sample size to be comfortable with. You also had mechanical issues. You also had decision making issues that stemmed from the year before in his first year as a full time starter. He had multiple games in 2020 where he threw five plus interceptions. He threw six interceptions against Arkansas in 2020. Now he had a good start. He was on his way to being. A Heisman Trophy candidate early in the season, and then it, his play kind of fell off, and he struggled. Now the production really didn't match that per se, but on film he struggled. So the Corral is a work in progress. He's a raw quarterback. So could he be? The franchise quarterback, he has that potential, I believe. But I want to see him 
produce on the field and show what he has on the field before the Panthers make a decision for next year. So you have those two quarterbacks. And Matt Corral will be a, another discussion for another time, another broader discussion. But you have these two quarterbacks. You have a rookie quarterback who's very raw and a quarterback who's probably the worst one in the entire NFL whether it's a starter or a backup. Uh, yes, I, I'm very harsh on Sam Darnold. I, I just, he sucks. He sucks. Simple as that. Um, so, what are the Panthers' other options? Could they bring back Cam Newton? The door is open still for a potential return. It has been reported that, and also Matt Rule and Scott Fitter, they've, they've all mentioned it. You know, hey, we're open to bringing Cam back. The door is open. We'll see if Cam takes that. But if they want to make a move, if they want to bring Cam Newton back, they got to do it sooner than later because then Cam Newton is back in another shitty situation, potentially, like he was during his first, his only season in New England, where he just went into a terrible situation where everyone had basically either opted out because of COVID or just the offense around him was not good at all. And then, of course, coming back to Carolina in, what was it, November? Because Darnold got hurt. Had They only really had P.J. Walker. So they brought Cam back, had, a, had one good game in his first start back, and then he kind of fell off after that. So... You know, if Cam Newton is can be signed sooner than later, maybe he can show the flashes that we saw from 2020 Week 2 against Seattle. If anyone remembers that game, that Sunday night football game in Seattle, it's one of Cam Newton's best performances, in my opinion. It was a great performance by Cam Newton to be able to put his team on his back and lead a comeback. Almost lead a game-winning comeback against the Seattle Seahawks. Had a great game that night. Or we'll, we'll see the shell of himself that we have seen the last two years. Now, I, as many of you know, if you've known me for a while now, you probably know that I'm a big Cam Newton fan. So, if Cam Newton's brought back, I, as a fan, as a Cam Newton fan... I would be very happy. But being realistic, how much left does he have to offer? That's my only question. I don't know if he does have enough left to offer. I want to see if he does. But I don't know. It's going to just depend on the situation right now in Carolina and how things play out with Jimmy Garoppolo and Baker Mayfield, who... We're going to talk about here right now. Of course, we all know the Cleveland Browns traded for, I'm not going to say his name because he honestly doesn't deserve the attention because he is a, a total piece of you know what. All right? And he's a sick man. That's all I'm going to say. They traded for a sick person in the head 
who is arguably one of the ten best, five best quarterbacks in the league. And now they're stuck with having a former number one overall pick who struggled last season. Didn't look like the same guy we saw in 2020. And now people are like, oh, he's not great anymore. He's not really that good. Blah, blah, blah. And Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield was drafted in the same year Sam Darnold was. Drafted two picks ahead of Darnold. Um, Darnold and Mayfield were... The two quarterbacks the Browns were kind of against the wall with that year, from what I can remember. So, if you're the Panthers, you're like, maybe we can get a whole, maybe we can sign Josh Rosen, and we'd have all some, we'd have all three of the top quarterbacks from that year's draft <laughs> on the same roster. Why not? But jokes aside, Baker Mayfield, he's on the market. Caroline tried trading for him during the draft. Didn't really work out. They drafted Matt Corral. And then there's Jimmy Garoppolo, who's been a very, who's been someone you can win games in spite of, but also he's a winner. And he, he's been to the big game, big game before, even though he lost. And he would be a, better fit in this offense. Jimmy Garoppolo was the starter last year, but the San Francisco 49ers, of course, as we all know, traded a lot of draft capital that year, this year, and I think next year, I believe, to trade up for Trey Lance, who they drafted third overall. Lance is expected to be the starter this year, so that means Jimmy Garoppolo is on his way out. Not the Niners know this. The Niners know he's not going to be their starter. So you got to move him. Well, Garoppolo had so- shoulder surgery this offseason. They're waiting for him to recover from that. As soon as he does, will he be traded? Will he be cut? We don't know. So let's kind of look at what each quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo and Baker Mayfield, what they kind of bring to the table, Their the, the money situation there. Jimmy Garoppolo, his cap, his cap hit, I think, is twenty. I'm look looking at these numbers correctly. About twenty seven million against the cap, twenty seven million dollar cap hit. Baker Mayfield has he has the fifth year option. He has a eighteen. He has closer to a nineteen million dollar cap hit. Similar to what Sam Darnold has with the Panthers. So, with Mayfield, with that contract, as we have heard over the last couple of months, the Panthers are trying to get the Browns to eat some portion. I don't know what exactly the percentage of that of that portion is, but the Brown, the Panthers are trying to get the Browns to eat a portion of, of that contract. So, and in order to trade for him. It may cost also Sam Darnold, which honestly, I don't think anyone would mind seeing Sam Darnold getting traded and cut too. But of course, it's going to cost Carolina. Um, but with Baker Mayfield, you're, if the Panthers do decide to trade for him, he's a younger quarterback. 
he would essentially be a bridge quarterback for Corral or some or someone else if Corral somehow doesn't end up being the answer. He's also got better quarterback and over, quarterback play and production overall than Darnold has throughout his entire career. I mean, we we've seen Mayfield play really good football. We saw in his rookie year and we saw it in 2020. Could he replicate that this coming season on a new team? I don't know. I don't know. He's not that great of a quarterback, but again, he, he's he's an upgrade over Sam Darnold. I think an easy upgrade. Mayfield was my quarterback number one, was my top-rated quarterback in 2018. So I still have hope for him. I still think maybe he can have some sort of future as a starter in this league. Um. Could it be with Carolina? We'll see. We'll see if the trade even happens. He could be future starter for years to come somewhere else. Maybe he can realize his potential finally in his fifth year in the NFL uh, with a new team. But we just don't know right now. So then you have Jimmy Garoppolo, who honestly probably fits Ben McAdoo's offense better than Mayfield. He can make quick decisions on the fly. He did that in San Francisco. Flashed then New England when he started that the first couple of games um, that season. He may Garoppolo's not an elite quarterback by no means. And he's definitely a mid tier quarterback. He's mediocre. But he is a lot he is a lot better of an option than Sam Darnold. Okay, so I take that any day. More touchdowns than interceptions, I take that all day. Even if it's like a barely a two to one ratio. Like if let's just let's just say for example, Garoppolo threw twenty one touchdowns to six interceptions. I take that any day. A good completion percentage along with that, I take that any day over what we saw last year with Sam Darnold. I take that all day, every day, every Sunday. I'd do it. Which one of those options I would prefer? Probably Garoppolo because he's a veteran. He's been in this league long enough. He's been to the big game. He fits the offense better. He probably gives that offense the best chance to succeed now. Mayfield is filled a little bit with some unknowns. His shoulder the injuries, the locker room stuff. Could he fit in the locker room? Could he, you know, there's just too many question marks there. So another question that can be brought up is, is there a chance the Panthers draft a quarterback again in 2023? That year you will probably have Bryce Young and C.J. Shroud, who I've recently done my summary vows on. Two very good quarterbacks. You can argue both of them as the best quarterbacks in college football. Young won the Heisman. Shroud went from struggling early in, early in the season to having a great finish to his first year as a starter as a redshirt freshman. That Utah game, by the way, just absolutely phenomenal. Phenomenal. So, 
could they draft one of those quarterbacks? Could they draft another quarterback if one emerges next year? We'll have to see. If they're going to draft Young or Stroud, they'll probably need a top three draft pick, more than likely, at this point in time. But there's there's so much that can happen between now and April of next year. We just don't know. I mean, we're barely two months removed from the NFL draft, so there's a lot of unknown between now and next April, or even January, or even December. Like We just don't know what's going to happen with these two. But... If the Panthers want to consider any of these guys, I want to see what Corral does first, what he's like on the field, and how the current situation in Carolina plays out. Because that's going to be a big deciding factor as to what will happen there. So, now now you have all these expectations. What I've seen all over Twitter... Some fans, what their expectations are. I've tweeted out some of my expectations as well. Um, I've mentioned it in a couple episodes of a pot of the Driving Up podcast at some point. Don't remember when, but what are my expectations for this current situation? Right now, it seems like Donald will start, unless unless Donald were to have not Donald. If Corral were to have a good enough camp to where he was able to be close enough in the competition with Darnold to be the starter. If Corral was like getting really close, I think that would be the tiebreaker. I think Corral would start week one against Cleveland. I do think it is important that we see Corral play at least three to four games, regardless of what happens with Sam Darnold. Um... If if it's Jimmy Garoppolo, I still want to see what Corral can do. If it's Baker Mayfield, I still want to see what Corral can do because Corral, you, he was there. He was Carolina's top-rated quarterback in this past draft, in a very weak quarterback class. So I'm hoping that you know they play him at some point for at least a few games, so then they can have tape and see what they have. If they don't like what they see, you trade up for a quarterback next year. Or you go aggressive again for another quarterback in free agency. Or you wait another two years. But right now, the Panthers are in quarterback purgatory. I mean, they're they're in quarterback hell right now. They don't have a solidified starter for the future. We don't even know if Corral will be that future. Honest to God, like... As a fan, as someone who actually liked Corral pre-draft, I do hope Corral ends up being the future of this franchise. I think he's got the talent. But it's up to the team, it's up to him to to, to develop and to produce on the field. We'll have to see how that shapes up. But, you know, some people will say it, it's suicide to go out there with Sam Darnold as your starter week one. But that's probably what's going to happen unless a move were to happen. I don't see one happening anytime soon. So right now, as we stand, Darnold is the starter week one until he, of course, ends up starting to struggle. And then we see Matt Corral in the field. That That's kind of where I am. But all of this will change, of course. Cam Newton is signed. 
or if Jimmy Garoppolo and Baker Mayfield are traded for by the team. You know, there's a lot of scenarios that could play out between now or tomorrow or who knows, in August, September, October, November, December. We just don't know. But that's kind of how I see it right now. Darnold will, I expect Darnold to start at least the first several games before Corral jumps in. That's kind of where I see it right now. Not sure what I want to talk about for the next episode of The Final Roar. But I have enjoyed this conversation or this discussion around the Panthers quarterback situation. That will be continued to talk about, to be talked about over the next several weeks, the next couple of months. Could be the next couple of years, unfortunately. But I'm looking forward to this ever-evolving situation. And I'm also looking forward to our next conversation, which I'm I'm thinking about maybe doing it on Robbie Anderson or the rookie quarterback class, or not the rookie quarterback class, the rookie draft class for Carolina. Maybe about Dante Jackson. Just some of the conversations I've seen on Twitter over the last week or so, or the last couple of weeks. And maybe over the next couple of weeks throughout this summer. There's plenty to talk about this summer. Got plenty to talk about, and I'm looking forward to it. Guys, thank you all so much for listening to the first episode of The Final Roar. I am your host, Jared Feinberg. We'll talk next time. Peace.